Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Hello, Gotham. Joker's back in town. I'm not wearing hockey pants. And now you're listening to the new and improved Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast with your host, Alfred. No! What is going on, OTC listeners? Another episode of Outside the Comics Volume 2 Podcast is your life today. We are here at episode 130, and it is hot as Satan's toenails in this bitch. Jesus. I've been in my booth for the past few hours. Few hours just auditioning for voiceover projects. And let me tell you, it's getting to the point where I like have empty bottles of water all over me. Seriously, if you was to come into my booth right now, you'd be like, oh, wow, this is actually a brilliant way to cut weight. Wouldn't recommend it, but god damn. As soon as this podcast is over, I'm just going to need like a good moment to relax and whatever, but we'll see what happens. We'll, we'll just see what happens. It's been a week since our last episode, and yeah, I didn't do an episode on Thursday night because it was hashtag ain't shit going on. Well, not really anything is going on, really. Ever since Loki finished, I thought that there would be, you know, more news or more exciting stuff to talk about, but there wasn't anything. And the last thing I wanted to do was to come back on here and just ramble about stupid shit. But now, but now, it's at the point where we are ending the month of July, we are reaching a new month, which means there is new content coming up. So that's what this podcast is going to be about. This episode is going to be about. It is about August content coming up and some other little bit of news that's been popping up a little bit on the radar. And I will talk about that and a little bit more. All that plus our super villain quote of the day. But first, like we always do about this time, let's get the shout outs out of the way, shall we? And you know me, you know I am a huge MMA fan, mostly UFC, but guess what? Bellator has something special for you. If you have the Showtime app and if you want to pay, you know, seven days free or whatever the case may be to check out probably the second best, one of the greatest MMA fights in featherweight history, you got Patricio Pitbull versus AJ McKee, the undefeated AJ McKee. People call him the young John Jones or a young version of John Jones. But guess what? I think this kid is more humble. This kid is going to be... Normally, I would put my money on the underdog if the underdog makes sense. And to me, I think AJ McKee can do it. Now, I'm sure you're listening to the podcast and you have no idea who the hell I'm talking about. So this is mostly for the MMA fanatics. But if you want to see an epic fight, if you have never been in an MMA fight... Or never been. If you've never seen an an MMA fight, I hope you've never been into one. If you've never seen one and you want to check it out, I highly recommend it. Go on Showtime, you know, seven days free. This is not sponsored by any chance. This This is not sponsored. Just want to get that clear. And go on Showtime. And it is Bellator 263, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, Bellator 263. They're going to have epic fights and that's all there is to it. It's this Saturday night. I believe the main card starts at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. So go check it out if for any reason I am mistaken in anything about that. Also, I want to give a shout out to two of the female fighters that fought last weekend, which I have to say is growing on me. It's called BKFC, Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship, also known as Bare Knuckle Boxing. Now, I have to admit, I have to admit, 
there was a point in my life where I think to myself, oh man, this is really barbaric. This is something that I don't think I would ever see. And then I saw that one of the most, no, I'm sorry, two of the most gorgeous, beautiful women that I follow on Instagram that are going to be fighting against each other in bare knuckle boxing. Oh, sign me up. Sign me up. Rachel Ostevich against Paige Van Zandt. It was five two-minute rounds of straight-up punching each other. It was fantastic. Bare knuckle boxing is getting to me. It's slowly growing on me. I thought I was going to hate it. I thought it was too barbaric. But you know what? The sport is slowly coming on. It's slowly getting to me. And for some weird reason, I don't know why this is. For some weird reason, I enjoy the women fighting there and Bellator as opposed to the UFC. I don't know why. Maybe there's more ferociousness. Maybe there's more tenacity. Maybe there's more of a willing to win as opposed to the UFC where everyone is just there. Or maybe it's the fact that the UFC in a way makes every fighter look like Power Rangers and there's no differentiation until you actually follow the fighters that you actually like yourself. But that's that's neither here nor there. In any case, BKFC, it has grown on me. Congratulations to Rachel Ostevich. Paige Van Zandt lost two in a row, but you know what? She's still doing the damn thing. Her hands are going to be sore for a while, but she will come back better than ever. Can't wait to see what the next main event for female fighting I will definitely check it out. I'll definitely check it out. That's all we have for this shoutout. Let's dive into our August content coming up and some other news going on. That comes right in a bit. As I stated earlier, the month of July is coming to an end, and the fact remains is we have August coming up with so much more content just arriving at our fingertips. Now, it's at the point really that I think to myself, okay, what truly exciting thing is going to happen in the world of movies or shows or whatever the case may be? And I keep thinking, oh yeah, we got Doctor Strange, we got Spider-Man, but that's not, oh, and of course Batman, can't forget our my DC guys, but that's not until the ending of the year, beginning of 2022. So for now, we got to take things one step at a time. And why not just make a short list to see what happens next, shall we? First of all, this week, I know it's not August, but you know, it's coming up. In a way, it's supposed to be out today. Batman The Long Halloween Part 2. It is the second part of the animated film, possibly, arguably, one of the most greatest comics ever made. Batman The Long Halloween. It is Part 2 coming out. I believe it is on Amazon Prime right now for $19.99. If I'm not mistaken, for some reason I tried to find it earlier, but I couldn't find it, so you could either catch it on Amazon Prime or Vudu. And you can check that out if you wish to be. Now, I think what I'm going to do is after I see the second part, then I will read the comic right after. I have no idea if I'm going to have the free time to do it with all the voiceover auditions and, you know, this and podcasting and marketing myself and other things maybe. I have no idea if I'm going to have the time to do it, but... But I'm going to make sure that it does get done. This way I can differentiate and compare and contrast, compare and contrast 
the comic to the movie and vice versa. So I think that's only fair. That's only fair because I think from this point, I don't know about this point forward. These are just ideas that I'm coming off the top of my head. I think from this point forward, I kind of want to delve, if I have the comic already in my disposal, disposal, in my, you know, in my shelf, in my space, then I at least want to read the comics right after seeing the movie so that way I can see what has changed and what has stayed the same. That way I can actually judge for myself in terms of what I like better. You know, I kind of did the same thing with Birds of Prey when I talked about Cassandra Cain and how much I hated Cassandra Cain in the movie, but I loved her in the comics. Because, let's face it, she was way better in the comics and as opposed to that puta in the movie. But that's neither here nor there. Batman The Long Halloween Part 2 should be coming out today or tomorrow. Be on the lookout for that on Amazon Prime. I can't fucking wait. Next movie coming up, The Suicide Squad by James Gunn. That is coming out on August 6th. James Gunn has said before and has said again that you don't need to watch the first movie as opposed to or before watching this one. And I get in a way, since we're really living in the multiverse era, you can easily chalk it up to this movie being an alternate dimension or an alternate universe as opposed to the first movie. And even though that is a cop-out, cheesy answer to say, and it's so easy to now make that distinction and to make that conclusion, we have no choice but to deal with it. The fact is, the first movie, with all the editing and all the re-editing and all the changes that they decide to make because of the utmost failure from Batman v Superman, now all of a sudden, we got that, the Joker was barely in it, and now we got this. But... Is produced by James Gunn, who made Guardians of the Galaxy. So, in a way, I trust his judgment a little bit more than... Who was the guy that made the last one? David Ayer? Something along those lines? Because, let's face it, they were trying to pull for the Ayer cut. Release the Ayer cut! Release the Ayer cut! Dude, a lot of people are not asking for the Ayer cut, so there's no need to put out the Ayer cut. If you want to do that then you can do it yourself, go kick rocks, have about it, do what you do, whack off, whatever the case you want to do. I don't give a shit. And that's just me. I'm not being a hater. I'm just telling what it is. I don't give a shit. Now, with that being said, this movie will be coming out August 6th. It will be an alternate universe of the first movie. More characters. So... It's going to have, if you are a diehard comic fan, it could have your personal favorites. It could have your not personal favorites. It could be just a bunch of characters that are going to die off soon or die off quickly. It's going to have a lot of explosions. There's going to be a lot of color, a lot of differentiation. There's going to be a lot that's going to be jam-packed into this movie. And that's why I'm partially excited. And the reason why I say partially is because, let's face it, I don't know all of the characters in it. And I still remember the first movie. So I have to try to block that out of my mind in order for me to enjoy it. Plus... Let's face it, I still haven't decided in terms of where I want to enjoy it. Do I want to go to the theaters and actually experience the big epic stuff that happens on the screen? Or do I want to watch it when I'm alone with my lazy panda who's who's most likely going to make me do some stuff during the night when I'm trying to watch a film? Hmm. Hmm. Quite a dilemma. Quite a dilemma. 
But in any case, the Suicide Squad, August 6th, I can't wait to see what James Gunn, what his vision, what the vision of everybody in this movie, it is going to be fucking fantastic. I can't wait to see what happens. I can't wait to see. As I said, I trust James Gunn's judgment. So, hey, it's coming. Just two more weeks, it's coming. Next up, we got Marvel's What If series, the season one on August 11th. And remember, all Disney shows will now appear on a Wednesday. That's why that's August 11th on a Wednesday. I feel like that could be a song. On a Wednesday. Marvel's What If. So, with all of the alternate stuff that what's going on by The Watcher, possibly Kang, or some other being that is now controlling everything and dictating everything, I can't wait to see what changes there could be for each different character. I don't know why, but I do like when other and different interpretations happens to the characters that we love. Even though it's not part of the original core characters that we've known from the comics and movies, I do like different takes on them. I've always been a big fan of the Injustice games. I've been a fan of the Injustice comics. I'm a huge fan of the Death Metal series. I have like six comic books that are not even open. I want to preserve them as best I can. For some weird reason, I have this thing where every time when I get something new, I like to preserve it. And I'm sure I'm not the only one. I'm sure many people do this too. And that's with anything. With sneakers, antiques, your favorite art, your collection, whatever the case. I have like six or seven of those books in my stash and I don't want anything to touch them. And chances are I'm probably going to go online to actually read the stories and see for myself in terms of what actually happened within those stories. Here's what I really want to do. If we're going to be completely honest here, here's what I really want to do. I know we're kind of sidetracking a little bit. What I really want to do is do an audiobook for for those books for those comics. I really want to do an audiobook. I want to lend my voice and guess what? I might even do it for free because that's how much of a fan I am for those comics. Now, keep in mind, another person that does that is a guy on YouTube called Comic Storian. Shout out to him, by the way. I've watched a few of his videos. He does a fantastic job. Comic Storian. There are a lot of people that does this as well, but for me, I want to do it too. And if I can play one of the evil Batman characters, or maybe a character that I know I can play very well, why not? I'm gonna I'm tipping off my hat into that. I really am. Anyway, let's get back on track. Marvel's what if. So we got different, so many different possibilities. We got you know, possibly Vision, maybe he's becoming Ultron. We got Gamora, what if she becomes a mad titan? Spider-Man, what if he uses Doctor Strange abilities? We have Captain Carter, Captain Peggy Carter. Then we have, you know, T'Challa as the Ravager. There are so many different possibilities of what can happen, and I can't wait. I love watching different interpretations of those characters. Marvel's What If on a Wednesday coming on August 11th. I can't fucking wait. What I can wait for, however is the show that happens a day later. Titans Season 3 on HBO Max. We've already saw the trailer. We know Red Hood is coming. They're probably going to unveil the Joker in some way, shape, or form. I still think Batman slash Bruce Wayne was was a complete 
miscast. It was a complete... If this was old man Bruce Wayne, I'd probably give it a chance. And yeah, maybe they are trying to chalk it up to old man Bruce Wayne. But for some weird reason, they took this dude from Game of Thrones and made him into Bruce Wayne with a Scottish accent or English accent, whatever the hell he is. And he's our Bruce Wayne. And I'm like, no, no, guy, no, what... No, no, I don't get it. I really, really don't. And for those of you that are listening that have no idea who I'm talking about, I'm trying to remember his name. I can't remember his fucking name to save my life. He's from Game of Thrones. He was the guy that was in love with Daenerys Targaryen. I know it's not Sir Barristan. Sir Jorah Mormont. Yes, there we go. Sir Jorah Mormont. Hold on, let me see if I can try to remember his name real quick because the last thing I want to do is be on the podcast and I don't even know a fucking name of Sir Jorah Moma. That's 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 kind of that's kind of disrespectful in my own way. But the Sir Jorah Moma, let's see, Ian Glenn. There we go, Ian Glenn. Yeah, I don't buy Ian Glenn as the HBO Max's Bruce Wayne. I really, really don't. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't know who made that choice. If there was a producer, if it was a director, if it was the studio's decision, I have no fucking clue. Maybe they're trying to cash in on those Game of Thrones actors and they want to utilize that for marketing in some way, shape, or form. Who the fuck knows? Horrible miscast. I don't get it. Now, in terms of Titan Season 3, we know Red Hood is coming. We know Blackfire is coming. We also know that hopefully Beast Boy can actually turn into more animals. It's Beast Boy. He doesn't always have to be a tiger. Or one scene with a snake. Maybe Wonder Girl's coming back. Maybe. Maybe other characters will be coming into the fold. Maybe. Maybe Dick Grayson slash Nightwing actually becomes Batman. Maybe. So many possibilities of what can happen with this show. But I'm not really looking forward to it as much as I want to. Because I saw season 2. And season 2 disappointed me in so much fathom and I'm sure I'm using that in the wrong context I don't give a shit this show kind of ruined it for me maybe with season 3 with Red Hood they can actually bump it up in some way who the fuck knows and that's it that's all the content that we have that is coming up so we have Batman the Long Halloween let's do a recap Batman the Long Halloween coming in the next couple of days August 6th, The Suicide Squad, August 11th, Marvel's What If, and August 12th, Titans Season 3. Now, I know this is a really point in my mind where I really want to talk about other movies that might be coming out, but considering this is a comic book podcast, I don't want to do that. What I will do is talk about a few of the news that have definitely caught my eye. I spy with my little eye, something that has caught my attention. And one of them is this. I had a small reaction about this. Not a negative one, but I had a small reaction. Leslie Grace has been casted as HBO Max's Batgirl. Now, from what I remember, Leslie Grace is a singer, a pop singer, or a Latina singer. She's a Latina singer from Dominican Republic. My family's from. Where my family's from. Now, I have to say, someone actually asked this to me the other day. Are you thrilled that you have finally have representation going on in a comic book field? Let me explain something real quick, okay? And I do not want to be a reverse racist. I don't want to seem like that. But I'm going to call a spade a spade here, okay? 
I don't give a flying fuck about representation. I really don't. I don't. If you are what you are and you feel empowered because your group of wherever you are from, Chinese, Latina, Ecuadorian, black, white, southern, you know, what, uh, uh, England, from London, whatever the case may be. If you feel empowered because your race or your ethnicity is being shown in some way, shape, or form in the powers of media, power to you, more power to you. I don't care as much because it does not affect me in a personal way. It really doesn't. I can remember the times where I grew up and someone would call me a dumb in a can. Racist. Yes, it is. But I kind of let it roll off my shoulders because they may be speaking about my race, but they're not really speaking about me in a personal way, if that makes any sense, which is why I really don't take heart into it. Whenever people make a racist remarks about Dominicans, I let it roll off my shoulders. I really do. I'm not one of the ones that wants to shoot him in the face or, you know, kick him until he's a bloody mess. I'm none of that. Because if he was to say that to the wrong person, he or she would get their ass handed to them. As for me, I let it roll off my shoulders because they're either ignorant or they're too stupid to make racist remarks like that. With that being said, and I know what I'm about to say is a little counterintuitive. With that being said, I am happy, I am happy that we are getting a Dominican superhero to play one of my favorite characters in Batman in general. And I believe I have someone, a good friend of mine, that I've actually spoken to us about this. Because most of the time, a lot of the Latinos and Latinas that are truly represented in anything in comic book history would be one of two things. Either Puerto Rican in some extent, Jessica Cruz, for example. I think she's Puerto Rican. Is she Puerto Rican? I'm sure she's Puerto Rican. Then you got, you know, Mexican... Then you got half Mexican and then you got Puerto Rican again with Miles Morales and Miguel O'Hara. All of them are Latinos, but they're not really Dominicans. They're, they're, not, they're not specific enough. And as I said, I support a lot of my Latino actors, singers, whatever the case may be, characters. It's why I resonate with them in some way, shape or form. So even though I don't really care about representation that much, I will say that I do support it. And I do, I am in favor of it. I I know what I just said is counterintuitive. And I know you're thinking to yourself, well, Garcia, you just completely contradicted yourself. I get it. I get it. I'm trying to make sense of it myself. It's like, I don't care, but I do care. Does that make sense? Like, I don't care to make a fuss about it, but I do care to acknowledge it. And for this character... Regardless of it being reverse whitewash or reverse race playing the character or whatever the case may be, because Barbara Girl is white, we know this already, we get it. But at this point, we're just going to have to accept everything the way it is. And if Leslie Grace, if whoever directed, whoever's directing the movie or the show, if Leslie Grace can pull off a great Batgirl, then fuck it. Hashtag my Batgirl. And that's it. Because let's face it. My favorite Batgirl out of everybody, Tara Strong. Tara Strong from the Batman the Animated Universe, the Batman the Animated Series, will always be my favorite Batgirl. It's as simple as that. I do not count Batgirl from what's-her-fucking-face from Batman and Robin. I do not count that one bit. 
And let's face it, she has not been portrayed in any other way in actual real media, but she has been played many times throughout different characters, through the Arkham games, and through other Batman-related animated stuff. It's fine. So if we can actually have a true person that can capture the essence of Batgirl themselves, I'll take it. And let's face it, since we want to call, once again, we want to call a spade of spade here. If we can get a character, I forgot her name, and I don't care to look it up, but if we got a black character playing Batwoman, we've pretty much opened the floodgates of anybody playing any character. Hell, I remember when there was a black uh, character, I believe it was Lucius Fox's son, uh, Batman of the Future, and it was a black dude playing the new Batman. It was Batman of the Future. Not Batman Beyond, but it's a different alteration of the future of Batman. And people lost their fucking minds. And I read this and I'm like, oh, okay. Well, let's see if he can fill out the shoes of Bruce Wayne. That's what I thought. I don't give a shit about, oh my god, he's black. What, what, this, this is blasphemy. This is, this is outrageous. This is, this is apprehensible. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. I don't care. Once again, I don't care whether it was my race or not. I don't care about representation. I will commend you for doing a great job. I will commend you if you can pull it off. I will commend you for being the best character that you can. Taking up that mantle and just fucking run with it. Run with it. It's as simple as that, really. Simple as that. Now, I do know that maybe there are some cases where I will feel very strongly about. But... I'm sure I said it at one point or another. I just don't remember what they were on top of my head. If it comes to me, if somebody wants to call me out on it, let me know and I'll address the issues. Anyway, Leslie Girl, Leslie Girl, Leslie Grace as Batgirl, awesome. Kudos to you. Congratulations. Run with it. Moving on. James Gunn wants to do a Harley Quinn Groot crossover. If I'm paraphrasing here, he wants to contact Marvel Studios to see if he can borrow the character so he could maybe, maybe one day do a crossover between Harley Quinn and Groot. Now, I don't hate the concept. I feel like this is one of those ideas that looks good on paper but might be bad on execution. Now, as I said earlier, I do commend a lot on James Gunn's genius. So if he sees something there, then it's my job to maybe take it for, not take it for granted, but take it at face value and just not judge a book by its cover, right? But why those two characters together? Why not Harley Quinn and Deadpool? I feel like that's a, that, that's so much of an easy pairing that you can put on a silver platter, especially with how those two crazy motherfuckers would go off against each other it would be it would probably be if not the best one of the top three best-selling comic book movies of all time if you do a crossover with harley quinn and deadpool let's face it they have similar they have similar similar personalities they have similar batshit crazy type antics they love to cause destruction they're well, one is more of a pervert than the other, but they're very alike in many ways. And I forgot 
who made this animated series or this animated skit on YouTube where it was the um the Hero Coliseum. If you guys know what I'm talking about, it's the Hero Coliseum and they had a group of heroes facing off against each other and they had a group of villains facing off against each other. And when everything is said and done, Harley Quinn and Deadpool were basically the heroes and they got together and it made sense that they got together. Now, I'm not saying, you know, in a type of a lovey-dovey, well, I think it was a lovey-dovey romance, but whatever. My point is this. Give me those two characters together. Give me those two characters that are actually very similar. Do that as a crossover. And then, and then, and I promise you, James Gunn, if you're listening to this, Chancellor, you're not. I promise you, you will sell billions of dollars at the at the global box office. It'll probably, probably, if the story is done right, it'll probably surpass the Avengers at the global box office. I promise you that. With that being said, if this is what he wants to do with Harley Quinn and Groot, there's only so much that you can take with that concept. Especially if Groot is only saying one word and Harley Quinn has no idea who the like what the hell he's saying. And if you give me a scenario where somehow she understands him, eh, eh. Maybe if you give me Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy and Groot, that's something you can work with because Groot is part of a plant. He is part of a tree and Poison Ivy in a way, you know, especially with the Harley Quinn show on HBO Max, you could probably do something with that. But Harley Quinn and Groot, I don't know. I'm not seeing it. But if he gets his wish and he can make it happen, he can prove me wrong. Last and final piece of news, we got Winston Duke. If you remember him, he is M'Baku from Black Panther. And he is voicing Batman in the new Spotify Batman podcast called Batman Unhinged. So it's basically like an audiobook, but it's a Spotify podcast. And I have to say, I like it. If he can capture the answers, I said it over and over. If he can capture the answers of the character, if he can voice the character very well, if he can do what he can and make the podcast interesting, guess what? You just got a new subscriber because I will be listening to that shit every single week the same way I listen to my MMA podcast on a weekly basis. I don't give a damn. Now, for those of you that are thinking, oh, why can't it be Kevin Conroy? Why can't it be all these other guys? I don't think they can afford Kevin Conroy to even do something like that. And on top of all of that, Maybe, maybe Winston Duke actually brings something to the table, something different that we have not heard of before. And I'm curious to know what that will be. So if Mbaku is going to be Batman in this, all for it. I can just hear the naysayers, but but he's black and he's not supposed to play Batman. Eh, It's a voice. It's a voice character. I said it before months ago. A voice does not have a gender, it does not have a race, a color, nothing. A voice can be anything. And if you want to sit here and give me shit about things like that, maybe you should look at yourself in the mirror. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, give him a chance. Give him a chance, and then we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens, we'll see how far he goes, and it could be one of the greatest things you can ever hear. Just give it a chance, don't judge a book by its cover. Mbaku will be Batman. Can't wait to hear what happens there. That's all I got to say about that. That's all we have for today on this episode of the podcast. Once again, guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in. 
It has been a hell of a week, and August will be coming around the table. Can't wait to see what happens next with all the shows and the movies that I just announced. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns of anything that I said, anything at all, and if you want your chance to be on the podcast, if you want to have a debate, if you want to fight with me in any way, shape, or form, or if you want to agree with me in any way, shape, or form, you know how to do it. Hit me up, Voice of Garcia, on my Twitter or Instagram. It is the best way to reach me. I'm always on Twitter. Um, I'm always on LinkedIn. If you if you can't find me there, there I'm on LinkedIn now. And trust me, I've been marketing myself like crazy. And, you know, I'm slightly addicted to it now. So if you can't find me on any of those platforms, you can hit me up, Voice of Garcia on LinkedIn, or check my website, voiceofgarcia.com. My new logo is up with the VG symbol on it. I fucking love it. The podcast is going to have a new look. Everything is going to be new. I love it. I am embracing my superhero-ness. And every superhero has to adapt to anything. And I adapt to anything as best as I can. If that's not enough for you, if any of that is not enough for you, join our Facebook group, OTC Fanatics. It's been a little bit quiet, you know, with everything going on. But... You can join that for free, post anything you want, just please, oh please, be respectful towards each other. Now, with that being said, let's end this night with a super villain quote, and this one is from Ultron himself, and it's one of my favorite quotes of all time, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Keep your friends rich and your enemies rich, then wait to see which is which. And my reaction to that is... I just bought three lotto tickets and I'm hoping that I hit the mega jackpot and whatever happens after that, ooh boy, there's going to be a lot of phone calls I'm going to make. But which one? You'll have to discover that for yourself if I ring your number. (laughs) Guys, thank you so much once again for tuning in. Have a great night. I don't know if I will be appearing on Thursday yet. It depends on if there's any more news going on. But whatever the case may be, either find me on Thursday or Monday, whichever the case. If you haven't, once again, with everything that goes on in the world of comic book news, games, shows, movies, whatever the case may be, always remember, if you hear about it and you read about it, I talk about it, controversial or otherwise. Stay safe. Till next time, I'm done. I'm through. Peace out.